the H1B guy here. And today, the H1B guy news for the week ending April 29th, 2022. Today, I'll cover H1B odds low for F1 students. India dominates H1B approvals. U.S. CIS sued for lack of transparency. And the H1B guy interviewed by ABC Action News. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguide.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa challenges? If your OPT is about to expire and you weren't selected in the recent H-1B lottery, our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. Well, I wanted to thank everyone who joined me on Wednesday for the H-1B Guy Live, April 27th, 2022 where I covered the June Visa Bulletin sneak peek and more H-1B lottery data. Here now are the news stories that interested me most this week. On April 25th, 2022, in an article written by Richard Green for JD Supra titled, Is the H-1B Visa a Viable Option for F-1 Students and Their Employers Anymore? Quote, because of the cost of entry is now so low, foreign nationals in high-demand occupations such as information technology use multiple employers to submit their names into the H-1B selection system multiple times. The practice of allowing multiple employers to submit the same person into the selection system puts individuals who have but one employer and one entry in the H-1 lottery at an ever-increasing disadvantage. Unless Congress or USCIS addresses this imbalance and changes the allocation system to remove individuals who use multiple employers to enter the H-1 selection system more than once, this problem will continue unabated. While the cost to enter the H-1 lottery is low enough for employers to consider submitting an entry, employers that wish to retain F-1 OPT students beyond the one year of employment authorization issued from their school should not rely on receiving an H-1B visa. Well, since USCIS published the results on the number of electronic registrations they received for the H-1B lottery for fiscal year 2023, multiple employer submissions and the $10 non-refundable fee have been brought into the spotlight as the culprits of the significant increase in registrations. I've previously suggested that an increase to a $100 non-refundable fee would only slightly deter the amount of registrations. But the biggest culprit, and has always been the case, 
is that individuals can have as many employers willing to apply on their behalf. Since moving to the electronic registration process, USCIS has received over 1 million registrations in the last three years. There are definitely some tangible benefits for petitioners, beneficiaries, and USCIS to using the electronic registration process. However, it's clearly evident that the current process needs to be modified or we're going to continue to see extremely low probabilities of selection. On April 27, 2022, written by India Link in an article titled, Indians Continue Their Hold on H-1B Visas. Quote, Indians hold three-fourths of H-1B visas issued to the U.S. to specialty foreign workers in 2021, continuing their dominance of the professional ticket to work and settle in America. According to the latest report by the Department of Homeland Security, the U.S. approved 407,000 71 H-1B petitions in 2021. 301,616 of them, 74.1% were for Indian workers. Last year, Indians were also the highest with 74.9% of the approved petitions. Indians have held the highest hold on H-1B visa program for years. People from China have been a distant second with a 12.1%, followed by Canada at 0.9%, South Korea at 0.9% and Philippines at 0.7%. The lineup was the same in 2020 with almost the same numbers. 86% of all H-1B visas are held by individuals from China and India, which also happen to be the two largest country populations in the world. In parallel, employment-based green card backlog is predominantly made up of individuals originating from China and India. This has led many to suggest in putting quotas on the number of H-1B visas a given country can receive, but I'm personally not a fan of this approach. I'd much rather see a merit-based point system that incorporates a first-come, first-served with a clear path to permanent residency to be implemented instead, but that continues to be nothing more than a pipe dream. On April 26, 2022, in an article written by Sam Peak and Kevin Smith for Americans for Prosperity, titled, Why AFPF is suing USCIS for the results of its known employer initiative. Quote, USCIS experimented with cutting red tape when it ran the known employer pilot project from 2016 to 2020. The known employer initiative intended to cut waste by allowing participating organizations to upload their application documents to an agency database, thus enabling USCIS to pre-certify their legitimacy and financial health essentially functioning as a TSA pre-check for verified employers. USCIS USCIS initially stated that it would publicly announce the results of the known employer pilot upon its completion, but no such information was ever released when the program ended on December 31st, 2020. So this week, Americans for Prosperity Foundation filed a lawsuit against USCIS for failing to release the results of the pilot program in response to our Freedom of Information Act request. 
The lack of bandwidth at USCIS has also delayed the implementation of the Emergency Stopgap USCIS Stabilization Act, a bill that Congress passed with unanimous consent and eventually became law in October of 2020. Unfortunately, the agency did not have the capacity to swiftly implement this law. As a result, USCIS took well over a year to even announce its expansion of premium processing when the agency finally made the announcement last March. It came with the caveat that it won't be able to expand the service to some applications until as late as 2025. This is the first time I've covered any content from Americans for Prosperity, but Sam Peek and Kevin Schmidt do great work. I have to give them a lot of credit for taking this on, and I'm really very interested to see where this lawsuit is going to go. Why USCIS has not provided the details of their findings, and why are processing delays continuing to be an issue at USCIS when the Emergency Stopgap USCIS Stabilization Act has been law for over 18 months and was supposed to rescue USCIS from the brink of bankruptcy. Unfortunately, there continues to be more questions being asked of USCIS than they have answers. And alluding to some of the premium processing, it looks like H4 EAD premium processing is going to be one of those that has to wait until 2025. The real question here, though, is what is USCIS hiding and why have they not presented their findings from this known employer pilot initiative? On April 29th, 2022, uh, in a piece by Anthony Hill for ABC Action News titled In-Depth, Why Many Experts Say Our Immigration System is Broken and What is Being Done to Fix It. Quote, literally, individuals are dying in this green card backlog, said Robert Bouchard, who runs TheH1BGuy.com. He said the green card backlog can be blamed on the policy that provides every country 7% of the available green cards. Critics say the system is unfair because many more people are applying for green cards from countries like China, India, and Mexico than, say, Denmark or Spain. Now you're creating a backlog, and that backlog continues to grow. I've seen 1.2 million seems to be the current calculation, said Bouchard. There's going to be more coverage on this story from Anthony, but I wanted to take a minute to thank him for bringing the story of documented dreamers, the green card backlog, and the overall brokenness of the current immigration system for high school immigrants looking to come to the U.S. to more mainstream media. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to bring attention to the why behind 10,000 documented dreamers self-deporting annually and the 1.2 million and growing individuals mired in the green card backlog. For the full post on the H1B Guy News for the week ending April 29th, 2022, please check out the H1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. To find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Syndesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process.
If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with PERM labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. And also by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa challenges? If your OPT is about to expire and you were not selected in the recent H-1B lottery, Mob Squad has a solution. Mob Squad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa uncertainty remain with their current U.S. company nearshore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking an opportunity to find a rewarding career in North America. They can help you obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as six to eight weeks. Whether you're looking to stay with your current U.S. company or want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.